Your top stories on Blitz this hour. The Proteas gear up for their T20 series opener against England. Baraka progressed to the last 16 of the Nedbank Cup. The Stormers dealt another injury blow. All the tennis action from the Netherlands. And a stellar cast set for the Dimension Data Pro-Am. England conclude their tour of South Africa this week with three T20s on the way, starting in East London. The pro tiers are highly motivated to take the win, demonstrated with the selection of big gun Dale Steyn, who will be making his first appearance for the pro tiers in 11 months. I actually can't remember the last time I played a game for South Africa, to be honest with you. So, yeah, it's really, it's really good. Um, and a great setup. You know, I played a lot of cricket with Mark um, through my career. And then I've obviously played for the Titans, so he's been the coach. So it's nice to be back with him around, him and Jock and Graham, you know, running the show. I know he hasn't been around much, but it's just great to walk into a dressing room with, you know, familiar faces yeah. uh, that I've played a lot of cricket with, with especially with Chico around and, and, and Justin, uh, guys that are similar to my age, I guess. Stain has been a force for the Proteas in the shortest format over the years, with 61 wickets taken in his 44 T20 appearances. He's confident this current young and experimental team have what it takes to beat England in the series. With the elements of surprise on their side, they'll just have to capitalize on it. They need to hit hard, you know, they need to capitalize and, and use that uh, to their advantage. England won't know a lot of the guys and, and know what they're capable of and, um, and they'll also be quite wary as to what to do against them. So uh, that's what it's going to take, you know, and then and a bit of smart cricket and a bit of luck at the end of the, at the, end of the day too. At 36, Stain is the oldest player in the squad, a fine source of knowledge and guidance for the younger members of the team. He expanded on his new role in the squad ahead of the first T20. Overall, I want to kind of just be there at mid-off and be able to orchestrate this bowling lineup a little bit. You know, I think they, they've, this bowling lineup is phenomenal. You've got Lungi and Shamo and, and all of these guys, but they need someone to kind of lead them, you know, and, and not just lead them in, in performances, but just kind of lead them and, and show them the way. And, and, and when they're deciding what they want to bowl, just have the backing of somebody that's been there and done that before. There's, there's nothing more better than going up to someone who's played a lot of cricket and saying, I'm thinking of bowling Yorker, and that person says, yeah, that's the great, that's the perfect option. You feel like you're doing the right thing. So if I can do that at mid-off, then I feel like my job will be done. Don't miss the opening T20 International between the Proteas and England taking place at Buffalo Park in East London. Catch it live on your World of Champions. Henry Nichols scored 80 runs while Martin Guttel smashed a quick fire 66 as New Zealand pulled off a 297 run chase with 17 balls to spare to hand India a 5 wicket defeat in the third ODI at the Bay Oval. With this, the Black Caps completed a 3-0 clean sweep of the series after wins in Hamilton and Auckland. All the more remarkable is that this was done with head coach Gary Stead on holiday. Skipper Kane Williamson, however, was in constant contact. Yeah, we, we both have each other's numbers. Uh, and, and we talk to each oh, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, um, he was obviously thrilled um, with the performance and, like I say, the progression of the team. And, and that's always the focus is for the side to keep developing and improving. And that's the message that uh, we've been obviously speaking about for a long period of time. And like you say, when you have some some tough days and results that don't quite go, go your way, it's trying to stick with that uh, and know that, if you are able to do that, build on performances, have those small improvements, then you can help turn those results around. And 
you know, there were some fine margins in that T20 series as there were in, in this series. So um, it's always about learning and, and trying to get better from these performances. So it was a, a great series, nice to, to get the win, but there's always work to do and the guys are looking forward to, to the next one and trying to build on these performances. Williamson reserves special praise for Kyle Jamieson, who has had a good start to life in ODI cricket. Uh, an outstanding start from Kyle, obviously been in the side or in and around the squad for a little period of time and to get the opportunity to to get the new ball today and, and bowl really nicely in, um, in his first ODI. Um, you know, it was a really exciting prospect. Um, yeah, he bowled really well in his first one and got the new ball um, in the in the second one. Um, and uh, and you know, but coming in with that height does bring a, a point of difference. So um, you know, a, a great attacking weapon. After going 5-0 down in the T20s, New Zealand bounced back beautifully in the ODIs to clean sweep India. And now it's time for the tests. The first match taking place in Wellington and you can catch it live on your World of Champions. South Africa will look to restore some pride when they contest their fifth and final T20 against New Zealand in Dunedin. Catch it on your World of Champions. The final spot in the last 16 of the Nedbank Cup was up for grabs in a Limpopo derby between Polokwane City and Baroka. The first chance of the half fell the way of Rise and Shine, whose enterprising style of play had the Bakaka defence skating thin ice. They continued to probe as the half wore on. Walter Musana, however, took a touch too many and Elvis Chipezeze easily gathered a shot lacking the required purchase. The Baraka defence continued to be tested. A comedy of errors allowed Mohamed Anas away through, but Denwan Farmer recovered well as the teams headed into the break deadlocked at 0-0. Bahaha grew into their own with the resumption of the second half as Mwenya Chibwe in the Polokwane City goal was finally called upon. The pressure eventually reaped reward. A substitute Prince Ngumalo made an impact off the bench. Into the near post! One out! Baruka finds an all-important breakthrough and it's Prince Ngumalo who's coming off the bench with what could be his first touch. Rise and shine probed till the very end as Charlton Mashumba saw a hit a flash wide in stoppage time. But 1-0 was how things ended as Bahaka advanced to the last 16 of the Nedbank Cup. The round of 16 lineup for the Nedbank Cup has been complete. Baraka tackle Hungry Lions, Mamelodi Sundowns entertain the Val University of Technology. OPSL ties sees Pitvestfords against Chippa United, Highlands Park up against Kaiser Chiefs and Bloemfontein Celtic against Maritzburg United. It's been almost a month, but Bitvestfords are once again playing catch-up in the APSA Premiership. On the back of an entertaining and pulsating Nedbank Cup victory over Orlando Pirates, the clever boys face Maritzburg United in a clash that would see them go to within a point of 5th place Supersport United. With the CAF Confederation Cup adventure now over, Gavin Hunt can now set his sight on an assault on the league title. Heading into this one, Wits have only played 15 games. That's four less than tabletoppers Kaiser Chiefs who have a 15-point advantage over the students. Win their games in hand and they'll be right up there with the very best. Hunt knows though that games in hand do not necessarily mean points in the bag and in Maritzburg United he faces a familiar foe. The team of choice are placed behind their hosts and will join them on 30 points with a win in Bramfontein. Like Wits, a marathon penalty shootout saw them progress in the Nedbank Cup 
But when it comes to the league, expecting the unexpected is what the team of choice are renowned for. Their last three league games has yielded a win, loss and draw. And coach Eric Tinkler will be wary of his team's somewhat delicate position. Maritzburg are part of a group of six teams mid-table separated by only three points. So a run of good form could really propel them, while on the flip side they could be dragged into a lower half battle. With games against Kaiser Chiefs and Stellenbosch coming up, the team of choice will hope to gain some sort of momentum. All the action from the APSA Premiership resumes when Bits take on Maritzburg United. Watch the drama unfold live and only on your World of Champions. Don't miss multi-choice Disky Challenge action with a host of matches taking place, including Supersport vs Sundowns, Golden Arrows up against Amazulu and Orlando Pirates against Kaiser Chiefs. Catch it on your World of Champions. The weekend Zambian football action kicks off when Ndeni and Kitwe United showdown. Nkana then face off with Forest Rangers, while Power Dynamos and Zeska United lock horns in the Faz MTN Superdivision that can be seen live on your World of Champions. Sheffield United fans have witnessed one of the most remarkable seasons in the club's 131-year history. Not that their manager Chris Wilder is getting carried away about a possible top-six finish. I mentioned Magaluf at the end of the season on a trip for three days and that's about the only thing I talked about as a European tour. Um, it'd be so disrespectful to me to talk about anything above or beyond the next game of football in this, in this division. Moussa. It's John Lundstrom and it is brilliantly worked. Sheffield United's Champions League dreams enhanced again. Wilder may be downplaying his side's ambitions, but John Lundstrom's late goal against Bournemouth on Sunday secured a 2-1 victory and cemented his team's place in fifth in the Premier League table. Another three points. The talk outside inevitably will be Europe. What do you say? Oh, we're going to Dubai for a week now, so we feet up, relax, uh, hard-earned rest. You know, I think it's been hectic, especially after the Christmas period and the games. and. You won't hear us talk about Europe, you'll hear us talking about the next game, the next three points, the old boring scenarios that I'm sure you don't want to hear, you want to hear us get carried away, but unfortunately that's not really going to happen. Um, we want to get a points tally that, and at the end of the season we'll see where we end up. Traders at the Moor Market close to Bramall Lane often make ventures of their own into Europe, and many stall holders and shoppers are convinced their team can do the same next season. It, look, it looks a, a distinct possibility, doesn't it? Uh, I don't think I'll be going. But uh, yeah, I think so. I think Chris Wilder's got him, got the team ready and everything. They've all uh, excelled themselves to me. I just thought they'd have stayed up. But every, everything's a bonus. I can say, good luck to them. Playing well, playing good football. We've seen them drop some right clangers, haven't we, in playoffs and stuff like that. So, you know, so see how it turns out. It's only halfway through, aren't we? So. You know, I'm not getting too excited yet. With every passing game, the intensity of those European dreams is enhanced. Chris Wilder's Sheffield United back into the top five with only a dozen matches of the season remaining. Twelve more teams resuming their Premier League campaigns with all six matches live on Supersport. Wolves welcome Leicester to Molyneux. Norwich provide leaders Liverpool with their latest test and the round concludes at the bridge with Chelsea taking on Manchester United.
Match day 24 in Serie A kicks off with a clash between Lecce and Spal. Champions Juventus sign action on Sunday as they entertain Brescia. The pick of the round sees Lazio welcome into Milan to Rome, while the round concludes on Monday as AC Milan welcome Torino to the Giuseppe Miazza. Match day 24 in La Liga kicks off with a thriller at the Mestalla as Valencia entertain Atletico Madrid. Barcelona are at home against Getafe, while Real Madrid conclude the round with a home clash against Celta Vigo. I think joining the SC family was a natural progression for me. The facilities, the development, um, my relationship with the national team. It's a pleasure because, you know, to be part of it and to share their story is pretty special. The biggest tournament ever to come to uh, the Middle East, to see the outlay of where the stadium's going to be, to have the opportunity to watch two or three games within a day, the metro, the transport, um, the hotels, um, the things to do. Now to be sitting here today and to see that concept in action, stadiums, air conditioning, is incredible. Football is giving back to this region, but at the same time, sharing the culture, their values, um, their lifestyle. And with Qatar is so many opportunities with the Legacy Program and the Supreme Committee because you have Jassaw University, masterclasses, mentorship. You can talk about kids, you can talk about adults, you can talk about um, uh, workers' welfare, you can talk about really important programs that can make a change to help people understand what an ambassador's role and the impact that we can have with our, with our profile. My passion definitely shines through on this element just as much as the football element because Qatar reaches the world and it reaches the world with the funding that um, they give for programs, for uh, charities, um, for different things and I think that's really powerful in sharing, sharing um, their knowledge and wealth uh, with other countries to help them become better.